Welcome to the Pico Hennigen Audio Library. Pico Hennigen is an African evangelist, prophet, pastor, and teacher of the Word of God. His aim is to reach all the lost souls in the world, no matter the cost. Join us as we listen to our prophet today as he preaches one of his messages from the Love Arena Church, Accra, Ghana. can sit down now. God bless you for joining the Alosh Church service. May the Lord continue to lift you up and also make you a great name among many nations in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So for the next few minutes, I'm going to be sharing with you on discipline part three i'm sharing it because i have another message i want to share to you today at the praise service amen i know i'm i've announced this so many times but i want to emphasize on it because i want everyone to be there everyone must be present invite everybody you know because we are going to put our all in all in this service oh yes from network to tech, from tech to, you know, the lyrics, whatever. I mean, we are putting our all in it this time. So please make sure that we invite as many people, many, many people as you can to come and join you. Praise the Lord and listen to the Lord's word for you in this month. Amen. So I'm going to be sharing with you on discipline, part three. Discipline in the church. So previously at the gospel encounter, I shared with you just a few points on, you know, discipline and what, um, you know, discipline is, what it does for us and why we must have it as Christians. Amen. Yes, that was what I was talking to you about. Hallelujah. It's very important. Now, discipline is one of the things that is actually something that we really require in life more than any other thing. Other than faith and love, discipline is also something that we require in God's Christian work. Hallelujah. I've explained to you several times that discipline is basically a way or a mode of behavior. Today, I read from the Oxford Dictionary from you that for you that discipline is a leader training people to obey certain rules and regulations to follow amen so who is god he is a leader who is teaching you discipline through whom i and your pastors do you get it so that is discipline that is discipline at times god can teach you discipline himself but through human beings, because he stopped showing himself to people a long time ago. Ever since, from the time of Moses and the rest, I don't think, I think from the Old Testament, God has never actually revealed himself to anyone in the New Testament. I think somewhere in the New Testament, there was a revelation to someone, but God himself did not appear. He used... Um, what do you call it? Image to reveal to the person. 
Do you get it? Yes. But he stopped revealing himself a long time ago. The only time he revealed himself is when he came onto this earth as his son, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. So that is it. So Jesus showed us ways, or he led us in a certain way that, you know, we can act and really please God. Because in heaven, there's discipline there. You have to discipline yourself in heaven. Discipline is necessary in heaven. And so it's a must that we learn how to be disciplined here. So that when we get to heaven, we know how we are acting there. It's not like anything strange like, hey, what is this? What is that? And what, I mean, what, where from this thing you call discipline? We have to learn it here. Amen. So... One thing about the Christian work is that you must have all the attributes that the Bible states about being a disciple or a Christian. One of the rules or one of the attributes of being a Christian is basically um, you as a Christian having discipline because Christians are also um, disciples of Christ. I've explained that to you numerous times. I just want to emphasize on those things. The definition of discipline and also the what do you call it? The definition of discipline and also the definition of you know what we are in this world. We are disciples of Christ. Anything they did, we can do too. But we need something first which is in their name disciple discipline followers of christ people who are obedient followers obedient followers of christ yes obedient followers of christ so we must obtain that attribute amen so let me share with you quickly number one in order to be a disciple of christ you must show it So this, um, at the gospel encounter, I also said something similar that you must portray. But that has a different meaning. By show it, I mean actually show it. What do I mean by show it? Okay, let me use this country for an example. Because where we've gotten to at this moment in time, <laughs> holy God. So, um, I mean, as a Christian, because, okay. Let me start from the market side. Do you get it? Let me start from the marketplace. So with the marketplace, you go to the market, you are going to purchase a few things, you know, to go and make food or whatever you need to make. And ah, you go and then the prices are high. You beg someone and it's like they are coming to pounce on you to beat you. Hey, it's serious though. My mom went to the market the other um, yesterday and... She said, hey, she was trying to persuade, you know, trying to price the thing. And the market woman was like, madam, 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 we don't price anything here. This is the set price. If you can't, if you don't want to buy it, she said, it's okay. Like, she didn't even want her to continue because she knew that straight up she was angry because she was coming to price. And yet these same people who are punishing us, eh, with food, just food that we eat too. 
Brothers and sisters, look at something. We are going to buy food. Look at how they are punishing us. Look at the situation of the um, economy. Look at the situation of our country. They'll be punishing us, squeezing us, squeezing the last penny out of us, and then blame it on dollar. And the next time when they go to church, they'll go and pray for God to have mercy on them. Why should God have mercy on you in the first place when you are not even portraying or helping his people? See, everything in this world is a ministry. I'm telling you, when you sell, it's a ministry. Because you are also helping God's people and you are helping yourself. So it comes with instant benefits. Other than me being a pastor, it doesn't come with instant benefits as though you'll be selling in a shop or whatever. But this one comes with instant benefits. So selling is a ministry. You are helping God's people to be strengthened by food because they need food to survive. Hey, have you ever seen a hungry man before? Don't ever leave your food in a hungry man's sight. By the time you come, you you meet. In fact, will you even meet the plate? He has eaten the food and the plate together. Hey. And these same people, these same market women, who are punishing us, squeezing us, go to church, go and pray for mercy. For what? Whilst they are punishing God's people, when God, we have not done anything wrong, and God has even punished us for anything. Do we know you from anywhere? What sin at all have we committed to you? What did we do to you in the first place? Tell us so that we ask for forgiveness. Because this is serious. Hey! Oh no. So number one, to be a disciple of Christ, you must show it. How do how for from the example I gave, how do they show it? See, in Akramia, I can say we are being foolish. Let me tell you as it is. We are being foolish because rather than selling it at a higher price and leaving it there for it to rot, why not sell it at a cheaper price so that you can um make money yes maybe you may not gain profit and you have to go and take some more to come and sell but at least they'll have mercy on you because looking at the economy nobody can just take the money like that i mean you'll have mercy on you and give you some yes this one lady i know her mom is somebody who sells and she said that oh as for her when she's going to sell stuff when when she takes it from the farm she sells it at a very low price because she doesn't want it to lie there to rot. So she will sell it at a very, very low price so that they can buy it. And then she, even if she doesn't gain profit, at least, well, she gains the profit because she, she has a farm of it. But for the market women in Accra, you guys don't have a family, you go and import it. But I'm telling you, there's no way that, unless the person is wicked or unless the person does not have a heart of love, and then they may people may arise and say there's no heart of love in this season. Let me tell you something. There is, but just that you have not experienced it yet. Do you get it? Yes. It's, it, there is there's a heart of love there, but you have not experienced it. Someone can care about you so much that they will just say, Oh, you take the thing and wear yourself. Give me half of the money that you made. I'll understand. And you can have the rest. There's no way. But no, they don't understand that they feel selling it at a higher price, eh, 
selling it at a higher price, punishing us, eh? And going to pay and them getting a higher profit is better. No, you <laughs> things like that when you do that. You are actually cursing yourself. You realize that always you are selling, you are selling, you are selling. But you are never moving forward. For some reason, you can't move forward. You are stuck as where you are. Do you get it? Exactly. That is what is happening to them. No one is buying. That's time I was on TikTok the other day. And then, oh, I came across a video. It was just sad. It was one of my favorite foodstuffs. Cocoa is something I really like. Plantain. It's something I really like. And if you see the nature of the video, it was in bunches, huge bunches, so much of it. Like you could you could even jump and swim in it. There was so much of it everywhere. Everywhere. There was so much of it. So much. And the the painful part was as there was so much, so much where they also rotten. Because they were selling at a, at a high price. Nobody bought it. Nobody, every Ghanaian has made up their mind that they are not going to buy this thing. I don't know how it may be for you in other countries. But I'm telling you the situation in this country. And how we can solve it using discipline. Do you get it? I'm not telling you these things because we are suffering. No! I'm telling you because you, we all need to know this thing. So then when you see a market woman, you can at least advise them for one or two minutes so that they can think about what they are doing before they even sell to you. And if they decide not to sell to you, just tell them. One day, you will see what I told you was true. If they don't mind you, sure, that's okay. Move on to the next person. There's always somebody somewhere deep in the market that sells things cheaper. And that is a true disciple of Christ. They have mercy on people when you're a disciple of christ although you are obeying rules and regulations you must also be considerate enough to care about others yes that's what being a disciple of christ is about caring about others being concerned about others you know how i told you in the prayer session that in this generation Nobody really cares about anyone. You must stop that. It must end today. Because in the Christian world, everybody is supposed to care about somebody. Everyone. We are all supposed to care for ourselves. Why do you think the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself? Because we are all supposed to care for ourselves. It's, it's a necessity. It's not something that we can run away from. It's a necessity. We must all care for ourselves. All of us. All of us. You must all care. Amen. Caring. Caring. We must all care for ourselves. So number one, to be a disciple of Christ, you must show it. You must show it. Show us that you are a disciple of Christ by not punishing us when we have not done, when no wrong has been done to you by us. Hmm. It's well. Number two, to be a disciple of Christ, you must believe in the supernatural. 
and when they're supernatural that actually takes a lot i mean a lot of faith that is why i made us also pray for the maximum kind of faith so you see how all of this is adding up so soon all of this is adding up because these are all the things that we prayed for and all these things that are reappearing back in what we are um, you know speaking on today you get it yeah it's necessary so um we have to believe in the supernatural what is the supernatural basically the supernatural is like the natural but much more super the unexpected happens there the unexpected is actually expected things that you cannot actually explain eh? the thing that you, you we can say is impossible here is not impossible in the supernatural the supernatural is a dimension in the realm of the spirits whereby anything can happen if you have been sick for over a hundred years by the power of the supernatural you can get healed instantly and you will never science can never explain how and why and what um drug was able to heal you it was something it would i think you will say phenomenon or phenomenal or something it was something phenomenal do you get it oh yes so when you hear them say that it means simply they cannot explain it because it is out of their league they can't i mean it's so huge it's super that is why it's called the supernatural now the disciples of jesus christ always believed in the supernatural if you look at his work with them if you look at the disciples work with jesus christ you realize that everything jesus did they tend to ask a question as to how they can do sin do you remember the time where um judas was it judas no one of the disciples were, was trying to cast out a spirit from someone and they were not able to cast it out until they went to call jesus and then afterwards they asked jesus that ah so how come is how come you were able to cast it out and i was not able to cast it out am i also not a human being and jesus told them that you would have been able to cast it out only if you had believed that is if you had had faith in what the supernatural that part didn't come but i'm telling you that they have to believe but what do you believe in in the supernatural and that is how those things happen so if you believe that by the word of god somebody can be healed just by your prayer just by your touch you see that do you see how much i tell you always that always when you pray are going to be blessed and anointed use that anointing don't just be wasting the oil that is pouring on your head use it use it enter the supernatural there's a message that bishop dark which is called entering into the supernatural i just it just came into my spirit that's why i brought it up and i just realized that yes it actually clicks with many of the things that are part of christianity or the christian world do you get it yes so that is it to be a disciple of christ you must believe in the supernatural 
Believe in it. Believe in it. Believe in it. Believe in the supernatural. Amen. Believe in the supernatural. It's very important. It's for your sake. It's for my sake. It's all for us. So we must believe in the supernatural. Hallelujah. All right. Um, the last but not least thing I'll be sharing with you. Hey, I've. I can you believe I've spent. Not time, but I've, I think I've elaborated or opened this topic in three parts. You know, I've never opened the message that much because even the there was this one message that was uploaded on the Love Arena Church channel. I've not gotten back to it. That's faith. I told you that with faith, when I speak on it, I'm not here to finish. I may have up to parts 100 or something because faith is a very huge topic. Discipline is another huge topic, but it's very urgent and necessary for the church. That is why I'm taking my time talking to you about discipline, creating several parts for you to listen to. Hallelujah. It's very important. It's very important. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, to be a disciple of Christ, you must learn how to believe in the supernatural. Hallelujah. Mm, okay. Another thing in our spirits. To be a disciple of Christ, you have to believe. Oh, sorry. To be a disciple of Christ, you have to be a loose paracletus. Hallelujah. You have to be a loose paracletus. And lose paracletus. Okay, so this word, alos paracletus, is actually a word in Greek. And when translated into English, it actually gives you, when you translate the word alos paracletus into English, it actually gives you um, another comforter of the same kind. So, in other words, I'm saying that in in order to be a disciple of Christ, or in order to be a disciplined, upright follower of Christ, you must be another comforter of the same kind. Greater is he in you than is in me. Jesus promised us that we can do anything he did. One of Jesus' attributes, or one of the things he was able to do, was to comfort. Jesus always found a, a way of comforting those who were heavy laden, those who were burdened, who were disturbed. I mean, he was able to comfort everyone, even children. He loved children. But some of you, oh. Yes, they. I mean, they can't stay, but... Even though still. But today I'm telling you. Love everyone. Comfort them. Immediately you find out that somebody is in this crisis. Or is experiencing this problem. Get to them. Call them. Text them. Are you feeling okay? How are you feeling now? How is your progress? Check up on them. 
Be near to them. Be the nearest person to them. Before you know, your disciplined upright self might get you into a relationship. Before we know, we have wedding bells. Yes. How do you think people marry? It's because of their disciplined upright self. Don't you look at the behavior of a person before you get married to them? Exactly. That is the, it's the same exact thing I'm trying to tell you here. Yeah. That's the same exact thing I'm trying to tell you. I'm not telling you anything else. Am I speaking Greek? No. That's exactly what I'm trying to tell you. Let's be another comforter of the same kind. Do you know why? Because that is what needs you to marry or to be with somebody. Or in courtship. You know, the various names that you, you use. Do you get it? Because... There's obviously some man or some woman out there who needs to be comforted from whatever. Be it a heartbreak, be it a, a, a dead or a bereaved person, sorry, a deceased person. Huh? They need to be comforted from someone, something, sorry. Everyone needs to be comforted. And you are asking yourself, hey God, when will somebody also find me and comfort me? At times, you also, ought, you also ought to go and find somebody and comfort them. And that's what leads you to a good relationship. Amen. Yeah. That's what leads you to a good relationship. That's what gives you a good relationship. Amen. How many believe that? Yes. So to be another disciple of, to be a disciplined and upright follower of Christ, you have to be a lost paracletus, care about everyone with love. Do you, <laughs> I'm coming to use Christ Embassy as a reference again. Do you know that whenever they close service, the pastor has to make sure he says, I love you. To all the members, girl, boy, child, woman, man, I mean, anybody. Please, there are no gays in the church. There are no gays in the church. Before you come and say, hey, what about them? No. Hallelujah. And they have to reply, love you too, Pastor Say. Yes. It's, it's nice. That is how they are. So for Christ embassy, they are very, very disciplined followers of Christ. So now I understand why they really do not tolerate certain things in their church, which is Christ embassy. At first I thought, oh, these people are too ching ching with certain things. But now that I'm talking to you on this top, very topic, I've realized that most of the things that I've spoken to you about it's all in reference to Christ Embassy, and that is what has grown their church to be a worldwide huge mission for God. Amen. So I believe that as I've stated these three things, especially the last one, being a loose paracletus, you are going to be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. And that's where the Alush, uh, the name of the Alush Church came from. 
basically we're planning on finding a new abbreviation to create uh, to replace law that was law that was love arena watching so with this one we really sat down we took our time and we formulated something we said wait if we cannot bring the l if we cannot bring laos it will make laos and it will sound weird so we decided to turn it around find something i mean basically off and then you know streaming because we are all about online amen so arena of love online streaming so if you see our flyers hopefully we are going to close this season soon so this is season five of the Alos church service do you get it this is season five hopefully in season six season six we are going to um uh, start creating flyers with a loose prayer meeting amen and you it, that should also um, let you understand that should tell you that it is the arena of love online streaming prayer meeting or the anointed lovers of the saints prayer meeting so the saints are praying amen you are a saint because one, once upon a time you were not born again you were living some i mean a certain life not a bad life but you were living a certain worldly life and someone called you and today you are a saint every one of us are saints be it you are a member in the church and usher this that you are a saint because god is going to use you he's even using you now whatever you do in church is using you amen so yes saints that is why we call you the anointed lovers of the saints church it's for you by you for you and made for you hallelujah so i believe that by this short message that you've heard you've been uplifted by in the spirits in the mighty name of jesus christ stand to your feet as we close the service at this moment in time begin to thank the lord just thank him for this moment in time that he has given to us to be here aloza mashandole keza briska tule basonde kaluza mashandele gabada ndabasande liska mahando slebo shikemanda baluda babalada babaludo kuzinala baba do baba shine masonde Bandole kaba shute kaba ruba bandole kaba yonda la da babando ba shatu kiza mayanda abondele kebo shata kaba sondele de boshe kebo sonde loto kusinde de kizonda la da bashado abandolo kuzanda la da bashote de bosha rabado shata na kuzanda la da bashonde azondele de boshe kebo soto do kuzende bosa ruba shade rabado shata la da baba lift up your hands. Father Lord, we thank you for this moment, for this time, for this day that you've given to us, for your presence in this place. We are ever grateful and ever thankful for this church of anointed lovers of the saints, the lost and the saved. Father Lord, we are thankful for the gift of discipline 
discipline to do more for you, to love you, to know you more, and for us to please you. Father Lord, we are ever grateful for this gift. Father Lord, implement it, implant it in our hearts and in our spirits, that it may work effectively for us and for it to please you and to make our lives outstanding, ever expanding in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. You may take your seats. Thank you for listening to today's message. This message was brought to you by Waco Indigen Ministries, the Love Arena Church, Love Arena Media Productions, and Love Arena Music. Did you enjoy today's message? Do you want to hear more of the Word of God? Simply search for Waco Indigen Love Arena on any one of these audio podcast platforms, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. You can also search for Waco on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and see you another time for another wonderful message ministration by Great Go God bless you.